welcome to the Ireland on the Fly podcast, covering the people and places about fly fishing in Ireland. There's still been no let up with the rain and storms, and while some fishing is being done, it is very frustrating for the majority of us who have limited time to get out on the water. My planned days fishing have been cancelled on numerous times because the rivers have been too high, but fingers crossed the coming days will see things ease and I can finally wet a line. Over the next few weeks you'll hear more episodes from the water's edge for trout and salmon fishing, so do stay tuned for those. But for this week I spoke to Glenda Powell to get the latest news from the Blackwater and to find out about the IFI's new Women Try Fishing program, which is aiming to get more women into fishing. Glenda is one of the instructors on the program and I also asked her about the obstacles she had to overcome to rise to the top in such male-dominated sport. But first she told me about the IFI's new Women Try Fishing program. It's very, very much um, the year for women in sport. Um, and what it is, is, you know, from 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 the past that I've always been trying to get women involved in in angling. Um, and I've done lots of days on the River Blackwater over my 20 something years working here. And and it's just it's, it's been it's been very much hit and miss. And one of the biggest problems that I found with trying to do it myself was trying to follow up after the women came, what do we do with the women after that? You know, do they join local clubs? Um, who's going to nurture them from, from then on? Um, because, of course, it, you know, I'm very busy and it takes more than one person to be involved in this. So I was thrilled that um, Inland Fisheries Ireland um, had been in touch and we put a programme together that's basically for women who have not tried fishing before. So this is a brand new pilot programme for any woman who has not tried fishing before or who's tried it just a little bit without, you know, much success. And it's uh, it's a great initiative. Um, I'm very, very much looking forward to being part of this. It's not just fly fishing, is it? It's 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 all types of angling. It's a very, very good point. It is all types of angling. And of course, because I am a fly casting instructor, um, a lot of people think that this is to do with only fly fishing. So it's a very good point to get across that this is not a fly fishing course. This is an angling course. So, for example, on the day where the women will come along, um, there are four hours allocated to to each group of women. Um, And to give you an example, we start in the River Blackwater on the 4th of April. And the first session would be from nine nine o'clock in the morning until one o'clock, and then the second session from um, from two o'clock until half past five. And each session we're going to have between eight and ten women taking part. And during those sessions, it, we're going to be teaching them how to tie the basic knots, um, how to put the rods together, and those rods being fly rods, yes, but also spinning rods, because we're very aware that this is just a bit of fun and trying to get people involved in whatever type of angling we can. So we'll give them the skills to be able to um, to go course fishing if they want with the spinning rods, to be able to go sea fishing. Um, to cast a spinning rod is the same whether you're going to be casting it for salmon or whether you're going to be casting it uh, for, for a pike. So those skills are very necessary to learn in the beginning. And it's like the knot tying, the very, very basic skills to have. And just to be around other women and trying to have a bit of fun on the day and to see if they can learn and learn something and see if they like it. That's what really it's about. Taster days. Um, and will there be other events across the country or is it just the Blackwater? No, there are going to be four days um, on each of three rivers. So we start in the River Blackwater um, at my office there, which you know well. Um, and uh, so we start there and then we're, we're moving to the River Moy um, from the 6th of June and we have four four. Um, four days on the River Moy. They're all Saturdays. And then we have four days on the River Shannon in Limerick. 
So this is a pilot. We're moving from those three rivers. Um, that's not hopefully this is not the end of it. Hopefully this is just the beginning of it. Uh, so hopefully other rivers will we'll pick up on them as we go through the next project. And, and tell me, has anything similar been done in the UK or anything like that? Do we have international comparisons? No. And I think, to be honest, we have a little bit of jealousy, which is great. Um, you know, it's nice to be it's nice to be a country who's doing it for the first for the first time. And, um, and I think it's absolutely fantastic that we have um, we have Inland Fisheries Ireland, of course, running this. Um, it's it's very, very important. And I know there's other things done for women across across the, the world. And I would be involved also in in women in Germany and also in Austria. And I get women involved through my travels. And for many years, I've always wanted to do something in Ireland, of course, because this is where I live and this is where I'm from. Um, so finally, it's happening. And it's great to have our, our, you know, our government body behind this and really, really thrilled that this is a huge initiative. In fact, Dara, um, it, this will potentially give 240 women the chance to try fishing this year. That's an incredible number because, like, realistically, you look at, you know, it's a very hard, it's a very male-dominated sport. Um, and, and do you think a lot of that, though, is the fact that women are intimidated in terms of wanting to get involved? That, you know, that it's easier to get involved in a, a situation like this where it's beginners, it's all women. Um, it's a female instructor. Those kind of environments are easier for them to, to to make the first step. I think so. There's all different types of women, like there's all different types of men, of course, and and um, with different personalities. So some women really don't have a problem in joining in their local club and being the maybe possibly and potentially the only female as part of that club. And unfortunately, that is how it is in Ireland. Um, there are many many clubs around the country, and there's you know quite often no women at all. In the club, or if you are, there might be one or possibly two of you in it if you're very, very lucky. So uh, if you have a, a woman who's who feels a little bit uncomfortable in that situation, then this is definitely the place for her to come. Not only is this only a woman's um, uh, course, this is women teaching women, as you said. But it's not just me teaching women. Um, it's other members of Inland Fisheries Ireland. And of course, they have their education and outreach coordinator coordinators, and they're going to be helping me teach those women. And we've made sure that it is only women that's going to be teaching the women. But also, Dara, um, we also wanted to keep it um, as adult women because, of course, we have um, queries coming through asking, uh, can they bring their children with them? Or, you know, is it for children and women? Um, and I'm a mother, Dara, and I think, you know, it's really, really nice that other women have an opportunity to get away from what they're doing on a normal daily basis, to be able to get in the company of other women out on the riverbank, to be outdoors and to be able to talk to other women about what women talk about and it's nice not to have um, junior uh, or adolescents in among this mix as well so for me it's really important that it is women and you know together and to be able to get them outside you know it's feeling safe around the water and you know each each of the participants will have a chance to learn a new skill in the outdoors you know and sometimes with having children especially young children it's difficult to get away and just even to come out and sit on the riverbank, listen to the water, partake if you wish to do so. And if you don't, that's absolutely fine, too. It's just to have a feeling of what fishing is about and how beneficial it can be to your health and well-being just to get away and switch off for a few hours. That's why I'm doing it. 
and that's welcome to the man's world. That's why we get away from the kids and the <laughs> yes. family. That's our excuse yes. as well. So, yes, yes. I totally sympathize. Yeah. Tell yeah. me, are you seeing like we're seeing a lot of barriers being broken down in terms of society and, you know, gender gap and all that kind of stuff, whether it's workplace or sport. Are you seeing it more as well in fishing? Are you seeing more women get involved outside of these kind of initiatives? Yes, I am, actually, because with with teaching for the last 25 years, Dara, um, it would have been quite rare initially to see women on the bank of the river. It's now um, I've just come back from the river and um, and we've had this morning I had a lady doing a lesson from Dublin and she's been trying to learn now for a little while. And then the lesson after that was a gentleman from just uh, a few miles up the road. So there are women who are prepared to get in the car and travel the two and a half hours just to do a two hour lesson and back up to Dublin again. You know, so, yeah, I mean, and fair play to them. I think it's great that they can get out and about and they feel, you know, they can just come and do this and enjoy themselves. So, yeah, I think we are breaking through some of those barriers. And it's not about handling fish or killing fish. In fact, you know yourself, we, we hardly kill anything anymore these days. Um, and I've always wondered why more women didn't fish. And I think a lot of it is about making sure that you have women who are as self-sufficient as they possibly can be when they're on the bank of the river or the lake. And the reason for that is I think women don't like to be a burden on anyone else. And if they feel that they can, they are self-sufficient, then they're much more willing to go along with their partner or maybe their friend. Um, and, and if they just feel as if they're not going to burden their day. And that's what this initiative is about, to try and teach the women the basic skills required so that they can go and they do know something about putting the rod together. How do we cast it? How do we get out of tangles? And, um, and that's really just to give them the, 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 the confidence, I suppose, around the fishing rod. Um, do you find they make better students as well? Like I get the sense, I don't know, I kind of compare it to golf sometimes, you know, or tennis where the, the, the man, you know, he has to whack it and hit it as hard as possible, you know. And of course, with casting, as I've learned, <laughs> is that's the last thing you want to be doing. Whereas do you find women are more kind of adept at not trying to use brute force and therefore become um, better students? Yes, they are. And quite often they become much, um, much more competent, faster than than the typical, the typical male. Um, they are great. They're great people. They realize very quickly that they can't use their own strength um, that it is about letting the rod do the work for them. And I found that very difficult as a child myself to wonder what on earth does that mean? But once it's explained to you that the rod's a spring and a lever and how you use it, um, then then they can they start to to go, oh, okay so we don't have to put the energy into it you know the rod is going to do the work so you're right they're very patient women as well they've had to be and they they like they just like being out and about and and i think they like being with other women mm -hmm. tell me glenda i just want to ask you quickly about like your own background in terms of growing up because like you said at the time you know you've been involved in fly fishing all your life but it was very unusual back then, wasn't it, for a woman to be involved? Yes. And then especially then the level you reached um, in terms of um, teaching qualifications. So did you have to overcome boundaries or obstacles it, it, throughout your career? Uh, yeah, lots of them, Dara. But um, I remember as a child, an 11-year-old child walking through the streets of Cumber and County Down with my fishing rod. Um, and I remember in the beginning, 
because my uncle Michael died when I was very young. He left me his rods and that's what started me fishing. My father didn't didn't fish much. Um, but walking along the you know the streets to get from one part of the river to the next, um, it, mu- it must have been quite an unusual sight. And I don't remember too many comments at the time, but I suppose the more I did it, and that was kind of on a daily basis there, um, everyone just got used to me, you know? And um, so that was just part of the, the fishing crew at that time. And as then I, I I progressed and I moved away from home and I went um, and followed what I, you know, what has been my career all my life, which is fishing. Um, yes, I had lots of obstacles in the beginning as a young woman, but I suppose as I got older and a bit more confident in what I was doing and and got the qualifications and the world championship, um, then things uh, things became a lot easier. But it's like anything when you're new. It, I don't think it matters that much if you're male or female. When you're when you're new to something, you're a little bit insecure, and of course it takes you time to learn how to teach properly, and you're still finding your feet when you're 18, 19, and 20. Um, so of course. I've been teaching now for almost 30 years, Dara, and um, and you just get better at it. Uh, you know, I can I can watch somebody move their arm and I can tell you what happened to the fishing rod and the fishing line and what the result is these days. Um, and, and I think you're right. Yeah. Confidence is the issue, though. Like yes. you said, whether it's whether you're a male, female, confidence is the issue when you when you come down to the riverbank. And if you have some kind of idea of what you've what you're doing, and you've done it before. And you're you're confident that you can do it again. That's and I love the chal- I love the challenges. For example, next week I'm traveling to Patagonia with ten ten people. I'm taking ten people fishing in Patagonia, which is the windiest place on earth. So it's really, really windy. And the basic principles don't apply. So like that, you know, I love those new challenges. Um, and and I, the reason why I'm going, of course, is to make sure that the 10 people that's going coming with me are able to embrace those challenges and and be able to, to cast in the wind and hopefully catch fish. Before I let you go, Glenda, um, it's been a very frustrating start to the season. Um, yes. I've been itching to get out. Anytime I've tried to get out, the river has been out of kilter. Any update in terms yes. of how the Blackwater is looking? Yes, I am glad to tell you that I came back just back from the river before I talked to you, Dara, and she's dropping away lovely. Um, the It has been its lowest now since the 9th of February. And I would say that she's almost into spinnable order as we speak. And I would say there's no rain forecast now for the next couple of days and we'll be fly fishing again by the weekend, which is fantastic because I have a course on this weekend. If people want to find out in terms of fishing on the Blackwater or courses or the, uh, the women's fishing courses, how do they get in contact? Okay, so the women's fishing courses, um, they need to contact Inland Fisheries Ireland, and on that website they can enrol and apply for a for a for a um a position to go fishing. Now I do know at this stage that all of the moi slots are completely filled. Um, however, there's some spaces left in the Blackwater, and there's um, a few spaces left on the River Shannon in Limerick. Um, if you want to get in contact with me at the Blackwater to go fishing, it is um, Glenda at GlendaPowellGuiding.com, or it is at www.blackwatersalmonfishery.com. Brilliant. And so keep an eye on over the coming days. You said it'll come into um, spinning yes. and then fly we'll, fishing. Yeah, we'll, uh, we'll be fishing again, I'd say, probably tomorrow. Um, and hopefully if the rain stays away for a little while, then this weekend should be a very good weekend. Fingers crossed. Glenda Bell from the Blackwater Fishery. Thanks a million. And um, look, we we'll keep in touch with you, hopefully from Patagonia. Yeah, that would be great. Thank you. My thanks to Glenda Powell from the Blackwater for that update. 
In the meantime, don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the Ireland on the Fly podcast on Apple, Spotify or wherever you get your podcasts from. You can also keep up to date on IrelandOnTheFly.com as well as on Instagram at IrelandOnTheFly. I'll be back next week with another episode on the people and places of fly fishing in Ireland, so do join me then.